0: So this is the self development with tactics. Book. So hello, welcome back to this episode of the self development with tactics. And I fucked it up because this is actually intro, not quite the intro screen, but the screen what I'm going to talk about in this episode. And this episode is about millionaires and an interview with a millionaire. Fuck yeah. Because yeah, there is the intro now in the middle. Not quite in the middle, but in the beginning of the whole thing. Then I'm now here on the screen to somehow change everything a little bit up. Because I thought like, you know, all the time the same shit is a little bit boring. So I'm gonna have to change something up. Um, I decided that I'm just doing something uh, that I like to do is actually um like letting it look differently and just kind of presenting it differently the content itself is quite the same but um yeah it is something new uh in terms of how it is looking like yeah uh but yeah as i said hello and welcome back to next episode hello and welcome back to next episode of the self-development with tactics fucking podcast and I'm pretty happy to be here even though I just (laughs) lost a lot of fucking time and I will gonna just explain it afterwards but we are going through a millionaire interview on the esimoney.com website which is a website I've been on you know quite lately I've just enjoyed going through those interviews with a lot of people where you can just really get a lot of uh, inspiration about you know how people got millionaires what they're doing and so on, and so on, and so on, so and I do think this is also a pretty interesting one, and I'm going to just you know pick these things out that I find valuable, and I find like you know this is something you should know, and this is something that's important, um, so that I'm just in my thirty-minute margin, but you get as much as you know possible without getting anything that might not just be valuable to you, because in the last episodes where I've just been through you know, a certain part of these interviews, um, I just seen that most of the time or sometimes uh, there wasn't that much value in it and so therefore I just was willing to change it up and uh, present you something that's quite, yeah, that quite can give you something in terms of knowledge, in terms of inspiration, motivation and all whatsoever. But, I hope this is working right now, yeah, it is, but it is way too big. So, Now you can definitely see I'm just covering my light and this is with the light. So I do still think that the fucking light there is just really something that's, you know, putting up my uh, quality, my recording quality or my production quality relatively high. And it's something that I'm pretty, so I'm kind of even proud of, I'd say. Uh, something very good, something I think a lot of people will enjoy, and I will enjoy as well, even though it is so fucking disturbing, because it is so fucking bright. <laughs> and I do just see, okay, you know, at the times where I'm just, you know, recording pretty much in the night or at the evening, during the school, I'm not going to sleep, no matter what, because there's so much blue light facing me. The screen, another screen, the light, it is just amazing. But never mind, I just like it anyways. Um, Yeah, The Millionaire Interview 18. And yeah, by the way, uh, because I just before was talking about uh, actually wasting a lot of time. um, I first of all wasted a lot of time because I was sitting in my fucking bed with my fucking phone, uh, actually, actually going through a little Instagram, seeing what's going on, seeing what my page is doing whatsoever. Sometimes it's a waste of time, sometimes it's just you know, me doing my business, but most of the time it is really, uh, yeah, no, actually most of the time it's really about my business, but sometimes I get caught, at, get caught up and then just, you know, I'm looking at it, I'm just doing nothing that's quite, uh, you know, valuable or just something that's, yeah, somehow <laughs> interesting to me and all my business. But uh, today I was actually kind of, um, additionally to that, unfortunately, I was kind of, you know, kind of talking to myself and kind of thinking about if I actually should do these videos in this certain type uh, like from now on. Because I was thinking like, okay, you could go through all these summaries and all these uh, articles on your own. So there's quite no need for me actually doing them. And But it would be something different if I'm just you know going through them before and just write down everything that I find somehow valuable and then present it to you. And then I thought like, hmm, hmm, the thing is, it is not quite the same, um, you know, if you go through it on your own, or if I'm going through it quite with you, because um, I'm going to just, you know, put my, um, I'm just going to to just really give you my opinion, give you my opinion about what I'm reading, and I've been going through a lot of stuff. And so therefore, I do quite have a some sort of a knowledge, I think some quite knowledge. Um, in terms of actually, okay, just not really getting rich, but wealth. Because I've read a lot of articles and a lot of books about building wealth and maintaining wealth, also marketing, self help, definitely self development, and all these things. So practically, um, because I was just somehow trying to find any parallels um, with what I'm doing here, I was quite you know looking at Gary v because he's definitely one of my greatest inspirations, and. Then I was quite like, you know, was there something that he did, uh, which is basically the same that I'm doing? And he was actually, if you might know, he was actually uh, the wine guy <laughs> just before he got this business guy on YouTube. And he was just practically only testing wines uh, wines and seeing if they're any good or not. And just he gave his opinion about these wines and actually gathered a lot of knowledge and had a lot of knowledge beforehand, so um, he basically just tasted wine, gave his opinion of the wine, and so on. And then I said to myself, "Well, it is quite the same as I'm doing. It is. But yeah, somehow you know you could just you know taste the wine on yourself, and then just I don't know." kind of <laughs> say okay it is a good vine or it is a bad one and you could do the same with my thing so I'm therefore just gonna keep doing what I'm doing and I think this is just you know it is great it is fitting what I want to do and it is just giving me a lot it's giving you a lot and it might even give the owners of these websites a lot because they actually get uh, an audio version of the whole thing quite for free which is amazing definitely but yeah I'm going through this one from right now. Uh, So the overview, how how old are you and your spouse and, you know, whatsoever. going to make this a little bit quicker and get to the most important and most interesting things right ahead so that you don't waste any time any longer and I don't waste any time any longer. So I'm 39 years old as my wife and we were married in 2013. Do we have kids or family? Uh, We have two daughters, a two-year-old and a six-month-old. Uh, what area of the country do you live in? Uh, urban or rural? We live uh, we live in the mid-Atlantic part of the U.S. About 45 minutes outside a major city. Uh, we are on the cusp of a rural suburban area. Whatever a fucking cusp is, I don't fucking know. Uh, what is your current net worth? Our net worth is 1.12 million as of September 2019. And what are the main assets that make your net worth? Um, stocks and you know whatsoever all the things uh, the majority of our net worth is in the stock market with a mix between retirement and non-retirement accounts the rest is cash our house and personal belongings here's a breakdown in percentage terms the retirement accounts are 45 percent and I do really have to get a little bit more knowledge on retirement accounts and um, because i've seen them so often you know especially in terms of these interviews with the millionaires A lot of millionaires have retirement accounts, whether it's, I think, 401k, which should be a retirement account as well, and and a lot of other things, I guess. And um, I just have to get a little bit more knowledge on that. And if you just need more knowledge on anything, please just Google it. Google it. It It's so quick. You can Google a lot. You can nearly, I just really want to say nearly, Google everything, because you can't Google anything or quite everything, because, you know, you will not always get an answer that's quite good or somehow available to you. Uh, yeah, uh, taxable accounts, which is 20% of the whole thing, cash 7%, uh, their home, which is 12%, which is definitely quite a lot, um, which is, you know, then separated into thirty seven k equity and nearly 400k debt. Or debt actually. And the personal belongings 7% as well. So basically cash. And the personal belongings are quite the same. And uh, now what is his job? So I work for myself running a couple of websites. I went full time with this back in 2013. After running them part time for 3 years. And the thing is. You just have to think about that. He has 3 fucking no, a couple of websites. I just thought about three. Uh, Here's a couple of websites and he's a millionaire. And the websites are based on the internet. Which means that you will definitely get a millionaire through the internet. It really depends on what you can, what the skills are, uh, what you're talented in, if you're talented in this whole thing, and so on and so on and so on. But it is possible. And this is the thing that I just want to underline because I do think, and this is also something that I have quite been debating with myself about is that the internet is fucking powerful because i always thought like you know the internet is great and you know whatsoever it just gives you a lot of value and you know and so on and so on but i was never really sure about if you can actually make money in the internet or on the internet whatever but but you can and you can definitely see it by now and it is something that's for me just really by now quite hard to believe. Maybe it's just because I haven't made a dime yet, anything, just nothing yet, whether it's in terms of actually working with clients, quote-unquote clients, or just, you know, through doing what I'm doing right now. I haven't, up to this point, made any single dime from it. So maybe if I start getting some money in through what I'm doing or through actually client work whatsoever, maybe I'll be just, you know, a little bit more or I will have a little bit more faith in the whole thing that I'm quite doing right now. Um, yeah. So before I went full time with my websites, I spent 10 years in the financial services industry in various roles. I started out in customer service and then moved into accounting and tax roles and finally working at a high net worth, high net worth financial planning firm. My wife worked... Uh, in sales for close to 10 years as an account executive. A couple years ago, she became burnt out and she knew she couldn't keep up with the demands of the job and have a family. She ended up switching careers and works as a life coach on the site while working for a leadership development company as an account manager. So what is his annual income? Our annual or our income varies due to my self-employment nature, but it is roughly 150k Annually, of this amount, I earn around 50, 50k, and my wife earns 100k. So he is making less than his wife, which is nothing bad. Please don't get me wrong. And um, I think there are a lot of just people who will think like, and I don't know. Maybe I would be just a little bit, you know, fucked as well, or feel a little bit fucked as well if my wife actually would make just, you know, the double amount of money than I am doing. But at the end. You do just have to say, okay, you know, it's quite our money, I'd say, and it's fine. And still, you know, you know, if both parties are just really happy with the life they're having, why should you complain? You know, and this is always the thing, you know, if you're happy and everything is okay, there's nothing to complain about. And still, I kind of feel like um, too less people are actually caring about their happiness and caring about their uh, their feelings and caring about how they are feeling about what they're doing, which is amazing for me, amazing in actually a negative way, because I don't understand it. I quite don't understand that so many people think like, yeah, I do want to go for money. I do want to have the money, 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 money. It's quite always about money, definitely. And then, you know, I really wish for all the people who are just only willing the money. I hope they get it. I really hope they get it and then see, okay, it's not making you happy. Because it doesn't. You know, the thing is, what I'm always talking about is, if I get one million dollars or euros, whatever it is, which is actually not that much, to be honest, it is really not. You know, it is also a funny thing that so many people think like, you know, I want to have a million and then everything is good. But the thing is, one million isn't that much. Definitely not. You know, for sure, it is It is something. Totally. But you can't do as much with a million as I think you you used to. Uh, be able to or you think you can because I don't know you could you know build yourself a house and that's quite it or two houses and that's then it or buy yourself a car and a house and that's it you know it always depends on you know where you're living and you know whatsoever but um, it's really not that much houses are extremely extremely expensive as I know at least Um, so tell us about your income performance over time my first job was when I was 16, I got a job trimming weeds around uh, headstones at my church. My pay was $5 an hour. Aside from the heat and the yellow jacket nests, <laughs> the yellow checkered nests, uh, was a, it was a great job since I could make my own hours. And it was done without constant oversight, which is probably why I never enjoyed being micromanaged in future jobs. The following summer I worked the same job, only this time I was making... 5.15 an hour uh, the summer after graduating my school i worked at a factory where my dad worked i worked 6 to 2 30 pm earnings uh, or, or earning actually 10 dollars an hour which is i think fairly something isn't it you know it's definitely not nothing and it's it is something i'd say it is something um it was a tough job as i had to wear jeans and steel tip boots in the heat of the factory. Looking back, it was my, day, my dad's way of telling me that this would be my life if I didn't go to college. I don't know. You know, if you really have to go to college, you <laughs> just, you know, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Didn't show you the thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't think, like, you're just in need of actually... Uh, yeah, in need of actually... Uh, going to college or doing something uh, because I think you somehow could definitely just, you know, uh, achieve what you're willing to achieve no matter what, no matter what you're doing. Uh, the reminder of my summers while in college, I worked in a text textile factory. This was a great job, air-conditioned, and the factory closed for the week of July the 4th, and I earned $12 an hour. While in college, I mainly did a work-study job at a library, but senior year I wanted to earn more money so I worked at a car rental company washing cars. It was the perfect college job I could uh, make my own hours and the manager the manager was okay with me taking off during finals, finals week so I could study. I was only making eight, eight an hour there but I uh, had a blast. After all I got to drive around various cars including brand new Cadillacs as a 21 year old. The only part of the job... I regret is the 401k plan. I was eligible to contribute and consider it, but ended up deciding against it. Oh, I see. So I don't know. I just after this episode I'm gonna write this down. Um gonna write this down. Fuck, mix it up. To really just, you know, look at it and see what this actually is. But I do not really, you know, I could just Google it very fast right now. But I do not think that this is actually, you know, giving me any value. Nor you giving, you know, you any value. So, I don't know. I'll just let it be did. And I hope I will remember. It is, yeah. Chances are not pretty good. Because I'm always forgetting anything. Or quite everything. Everything that's not quite very, very important to me. Which is like something like this. But something like, you know, the polls and what I'm doing right now is definitely something that's so in my mind. I will never fucking forget them. Um, After college, I couldn't find a job. The country ended a recession in 2001. So, blah, 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 blah. Then he makes a little bit less. Um... Maybe I should... Yeah, I go through it. So after college, I couldn't find a job. The country entered a recession in 2001 and no one was hiring. Eventually, I got a part-time job at Circuit City as a customer service rep making $7 an hour. The management loved me and quickly increased my pay to $7.50 an hour. They wanted me to go into sales specifically to sell televisions, but I didn't want to be a salesman. The main reason behind this was because I was great at selling the extended warranty on products. To be clear, I'm against them as I think they are a waste of money, but I would be honest with the customer about the warranty benefits and their limitations. More often than not, they bought the warranty, which surprised me many times. They bought the warranty, which surprised me many times. Wow, it's fairly, fairly a long one. Fairly, fairly long one. Um, blah 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 So after a few months, I landed a temporary job at a, at a Vanguard, paying twelve dollars an hour. This was a seg- six-month assignment for tax season that started in November and ran through April. Uh, because it was a temporary job, I decided to keep my part-time job at Circuit since or Circuit City since I was enjoying. Uh, my time there but the holiday season was rough many times i was closing the store at 11 p.m and then was in the office balancing all of the cash registers i would get home around i would get home around 1 a.m and have to be up by 5 30 um, so i could make it to vanguard uh, I would leave Vanguard and drive right to Circuit City and work my next shift. Looking back, I don't know how I survived the month. I can still picture my room looking like a tornado. Went through it as I didn't have the time to do laundry, organize or run through the mail for a few days at a time. Um, after the temporary period ended with Vanguard, the only they only hired three of the 100 plus uh, temporary workers and I was not one of them. Luckily, I quickly found another temporary job with uh, another financial service company earning thirteen point twenty-four twenty-five an hour. Uh, This time, after the four-month temporary period ended, I was offered a full-time job making 28K a year, which is either 2.3 or, I still don't know, 2. Uh, I just really have to look this up as well Um, if in other countries or continents even uh, if you really just divide your whole earning a year through 14 or through 12 because you know at my country in Austria it's actually like you're dividing it by 14 because you get a lot of Uh, a lot of different payments if it's you know for Christmas I think you get one and there should be another one because there should definitely be another one but yeah I don't know Uh, I was still working at Circuit City at the time and went to do went it to quit again because management uh, liked me that allowed me to create my own schedule I ended up working two nights a week for a few months before calling it quits completely um, over the next six years, I earned three promotions at the financial service company and increased my income to forty-five thousand. But after six years, I had enough of the company and especially my department. I wanted a change and moved to a high net worth planning firm. Before getting hired, I negotiated my starting salary, earning salary earning an additional two thousand k a year compared to what they were offering me making my salary fifty thousand a year. I was was able to have them pay for my final two graduate classes in full. Uh, I worked there for close to four years before I was laid off. My ending salary was close to sixty k, but I was also earning bonuses and profit sharing payouts, bringing me total income closer to seventy k. The reason I was laid off was due to differing goals. The owner wanted me in a more client facing role, whereas I wanted to work behind the scenes building the plans. Since it was a small office, the owner didn't think uh, there would be enough work for me and let me go. This is when I started uh, to run my websites full time. I had been running them part time for three years and after expenses, taxes, and investing money into them, had a profit of close to 1 to 10,000. A year, all of this income was invested in a solo 401k plan. Once I went full time with my website, I grew my income to over 50k a year. Uh, The only other job I had since I began my website full time as a seasonal job with UPS, I didn't need the money, but though it would be fun to deliver or thought it would be fun to deliver packages for these four weeks, I made 12 hours. Uh, 12 bucks an hour um (laughs) yeah uh, during my years in corporate america i was earning higher than a typical three percent cost of living increases this was due to a few factors including never saying no whereas a project came up or my manager asked me to do something i always said yes even if it if I didn't know how to do it, I would find out how to do it either by researching online or asking a co worker for help. My manager always praised me for this. I helped my managers in addition to the above. I was always going into my manager's office and asking what work uh, they had for me. They would give me the work they didn't like doing. It wasn't exciting work, but I showed them I was willing to help out in any way possible. I was reliable. And I was always at work 10 to 15 minutes early and stay 10 to 15 minutes late to make sure everything was done. I also made sure I delivered any projects a few days before the deadline. I'm sure there were other factors as well, but these were the ones pointed out to me time and g- time and time again during employee reviews. Uh, I do think this is going to be a little of a, uh, a little of a longer. Uh, I guess a longer, longer video. I don't know. I hope there is m- more in it than this. Because, you know, you can definitely... Well, I don't know. I'll see. I'll see, I'll see, I'll see. So what tips do you have for others uh, who want to grow the career-related le- income? My best advice is to find a way to become valuable to your company. This is uh, what it did when it took work from my manager that I mentioned above. Additionally, I made it a point to think outside the box. I tried to figure out ways to, uh, for the company to save money. Uh, if you can find ways to help companies save money, you become an important asset. For example, in one role, I helped to develop a new process for closing client accounts uh, that saved us many hours. Um may well skip this. Maybe the work-life balance is also something that's not quite interesting. Um, So, do you have any sources of income besides your career? If so, can you you list them? Give us a feel, blah, 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 blah. The only thing I do for income other than my career is uh, resell things on Craigslist and eBay, but this is rare these days. I started doing this in college. The internet and eBay was exploding, and there were all sorts of ways to make money. I started out by doing BMG Music Service, where I could get 12 CDs, for one cent, as long as I bought two at full price, since this was before Napster and digital downloads, popular CDs sold fast. Um, and by the way, eBay and you know such thing like this, um, you know they are still working, at my point of view. And you know I don't know I haven't tried it, but I guess they are because Gary is always just talking about it. You know I'm, I'm sorry for always referring to him, but. It's just the truth and I believe in it. And uh, it seems to work. I don't know. Um, you know, if you just, you know, get free free, free things from Craigslist. Or if you're in, in, in Europe, uh, Spock. Or in Austria, at least, Spock. Um, there you can also find some free things. I thought about actually doing this, but I I don't know. Maybe this just I need uh, some kick in the ass to actually do it. Um, but I do think... Um, Sometimes you can actually make a great lot of money, and I do think, especially in areas where you do can, uh, yeah, do some uh, some garage, garage. What are they called? Garage sales. Are they called garage sales? I don't fucking know. Um, you know what I mean. But yeah. Uh, yard sales. Yeah, I would also go to yard sales and find items at discount prices and resell them on eBay. This was harder back then because you didn't know what you sell on eBay. Um, You didn't have a a cell phone you could check while on the go. But you could get really good deals on time. I thought I bought a set of crystal teacups and coasters for 0.25 cent or 0.25 dollars. And I was under the impression one set was zero point twenty five but found all four boxes cost me a quarter. I ended up selling each set for thirty dollars on eBay. Um, what is your annual spending? We spend roughly ninety k a year. Well, okay, they have one hundred fifty so uh, what are the main expenses? A mortgage, household, water, electricity, a nanny as well food and clothing uh, uh, do not spend too much money on clothing you know what why I don't know I'm, I'm such a such a such a I don't you know like to buy clothes and I I would also always tell people not to do it because I cannot value it somehow maybe I will someday but I don't think so but I don't know I really don't know um uh yeah um there's also always one question about how to um what is your investment philosophy plan uh we stick to a passive investing philosophy our money is mostly in low-cost etfs but some which is index funds actually i guess which is basically the things that tony robbins is always talking about um fairly interesting uh, look up index funds uh, they are somehow I don't know I've looked them up so many times but I still forget what uh, they actually are um, but I guess they are so for example the S&P 500 is also an index fund which is basically uh, a stock I would say isn't it that's out of 500 different uh, 500 different companies and they somehow are uh, managed by a certain index, I guess, which there is the down Jones or whatever it is called. I don't know. I'm not really not good at this space. Um, I used to be a more active investor but I found I was losing money more often than I was making it. so I changed my plan and never looked back. I have started a dividend investing portfolio to earn dividend income, but this is my play, but this is my play money. I feel weird calling it my play money because I'm not actively buying and selling to earn big returns. Uh, What has been your best investment? My best investment was Intimidate Brands, now part of L Brands. Uh, yeah. Uh, da 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 Uh, What has been your overall return? How do you monitor review your portfolio? Net worth. Uh, How did you accumulate your net worth? It was a combination of making a lot of money and investing it. My wife was making 150 a year plus generous bonuses as a salesperson for the first five years we were together. But just because we were making good money doesn't mean we automatically were becoming millionaires. We lived modestly and saved 50 to 60% of our income every single year, uh, which is something if you're just reading some things about millionaires, you can definitely see it all the fucking time. They are not spending all their money. And they're not spending them for shit. And if they're just buying really nice cars, they can. Because they're making 150k, uh, 150K a year or more and whatsoever. Uh... Um, so, what would they say is your greatest strength in ESI wealth-building model, which is earn, save, or invest? And why would they say it tops? I would say investing, we do make a decent income and we do save a lot of money, but we are also smart investors. We have the discipline to pick index funds and add money to them every month. Uh, what the market thinks, we don't give into emotion and sell our holdings. We keep investing money, this has had... This had allowed us to grow our wealth faster over time. Um, yeah. Uh, the biggest bumps he bumped into was actually having 10k debt uh, when he went to college. Or actually after college. I think after he graduated. And this is actually something that's quite common, I guess, in you know the States, I'd say. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Um because actually I actually have to pay for the university or for the college. My country, it's, everything is free somehow. There is a good side and a downside of it, I would say, you know. Um what are you currently doing to maintain grow to maintain or grow your net worth? We are keeping spending in check and saving as much money as possible. And we also make sure to not carry any debt other than our mortgage, and we are slowly paying extra on this to ensure we have It paid off by the time we reach 55 years old. Um, So the target net worth of them both is 2 to 3 million range. We feel this amount will allow us to spend our time working as we please, regardless of the pay. It will also allow us to splurge a little on travel and still help out our daughters financially as they grow. Um... The first million was in 2016. Um, What money mistakes have you made along the way that others uh, can learn from? I wish I had started investing in a passive approach earlier. With that said, losing the money I did uh, helped me to realize that passive investing was the best option for me. Another mistake I made was around 10 years ago. I was driving a small sports car and was an avid mountain biker. And I couldn't fit my, mo- my bike into my car. Instead of doing the sensible thing and buying a big, a bike rack for my car, I bought a second car because I didn't want to risk scratching the paint. Uh, it was a used car that I got a good deal on, but looking back it was the dumbest decision I made. Um, so what advice do you have for ISE money readers on how to become wealthy? The biggest thing for us is to know what you value in life. You can spend years buying the biggest house, the nicest car and the latest electronics, but all this could mean nothing to you and you don't realize it. Once I understood that, I valued it, I was easy to stop wasteful spending because I knew the item wouldn't bring me any long-term happiness. I feel spend money on things that I do, I freely spend money on things that I do value and enjoy every single day and by cutting out this wasting spending, I, it allows us to save a lot of money without much effort um I think uh, do you give to charity yeah they do but I uh, there's normally a question how they learn something from a how yeah I'm going to read through this because this is just something important I'd say so how did you learn about finances and at what age did it click what it was was it from family and whatsoever Uh, I have a couple of memories of money when I was a kid that had a big impact on me first I remember going to the bank with my mom on Friday night and putting 50 cents into my savings account the idea that I was making money interest on my money blew my mind Another m- memory was one year after Christmas, I had received $100 in cash from a relative and wanted to buy a Nintendo which costed ninety nine ninety nine. dollars I talked to my parents and they agreed that I could spend my money on this video game system. The next day we went to Toys R Us and I remembered the cashier telling me the total was one hundred and five ninety nine. dollars This included the 6% sales tax. My jaw dropped to the floor, I thought, a whole $6? What was this? Uh, It was my first introduction to taxes. Luckily, my mom gave me the six dollars as I didn't have it. Finally, I remember I wanted a tent to camp out in our backyard with my best friend. The tent cost $50. I didn't have the money, only $10. My mom made an agreement with me that I would use my $10 and put the tent on layaway. Then I would course and we would come back each week to put the money towards my tent Uh, if i worked and put 40 bucks and towards the tent my parents would pay the remaining 10 as an older person my interest in personal finance and investing caught fire senior year of high school in an economics class everything i learned was fascinating and kept me wanting more and with that being said i hope you had a nice time going through this. It was somehow strange. I you know quite didn't enjoy it that much today because i through the circumstances that I'm having you know I do have to be a little bit more silent, something I don't like <laughs> because you know all the people are nearly just sleeping and whatsoever. but yeah, I hope you got something out of it. I do think so, and uh yeah, even though it was quite only reading uh, but yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I wish you the best health, wealth, happiness and success. And don't forget to remember how you're going to be remembered. And giving back to the people and your legacy. I'll see you.